Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 3rd, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace in Our Faith, and that's how we flow. That's how we roll. It is the grace of God towards us and our faith in response to that grace, right? So everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God. But in response to God's grace, we're supposed to live by faith. We are the just, and the just shall live by faith. So our faith comes in response to God's grace. So as God reveals things to us about us, right, as the, the divine of impulses of the Holy Spirit come and, and starts to show you a picture of you operating on a level that, that you're not operating on yet, but it's like part of your dream. And you've had this dream for years and you start seeing yourself doing the things that God has called you to do. And you can see it and you can imagine it. You go into your prayer closet and you can see it clearly. But then you come out of your prayer closet and it hasn't happened down here in this world yet where there's some things that maybe you need to do to align your character and conduct with the calling that's on your life so that you can carry the weight of the anointing associated with your assignment. I'm going to teach all this. I'm excited about it. So listen. Uh, get ready to receive the deposit that God is about to make in your heart. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. This is God's grace in our faith, part 28. If you missed any portion of this series, you can go back. All the videos on youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. Uh, there's like over 2,700 videos there that are free. Or you can just subscribe to the podcast. So go to uh, iTunes and just search for Rick Pena. You're going to see the Rick Pena podcast. And all of those episodes are there for free. And get it get it down in your heart. All right. And then on todaysword.org, all the notes are there. And the videos as well. All right, so this is God's Grace and Our Faith, Part 28. The title of today's message is Free to Be Led by God's Spirit. I want to talk to you this morning, on this Friday morning, how God has made you free, but now you're free to be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we've been talking about the law, we've been talking about rules and all of that, but really the goal is to get past all of that. So you can live like Adam lived when he was just led by the Holy Spirit. So you can live like Jesus lived when he was led by the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about it. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we've been looking at different scriptures in Galatians. Today, yesterday we looked at Galatians 5 and 14. Today we're going to look at Galatians 5 and 16. I'm actually going to give you Galatians 5 and 16 from three translations so you can really get it. You ready? Let's do it. John 1 and 14, the Bible says, the word became flesh and he, the word Jesus, dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 5 and 16, three translations. Let's start with the Passion Translation. It says, as you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Easy to read version. So I tell you, live the way the Holy Spirit leads you. Then you will not do the evil things that your sinful self wants. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, J.B. Phillips translation. Here's my advice. 
Live your whole life in the spirit and you will not satisfy the desires of your lower nature. Oh, I like that one. Like if you live your whole life in the spirit, then yeah, you may have a lower nature, but you, it won't even bother you because you'll be so spirit conscious that you'll be living in the spirit and not in your lower nature. What does this mean for you today, this Friday morning? Let's get into the teaching. I have two things to share with you on this Friday morning. As I get into these two things, this is where I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Two things. Number one, here we go. The Holy Spirit enables you to live a life free from the power of sin. The Holy Spirit enables you, empowers you, equips you to live a life free from the power of sin. So I've already addressed this in this series that some mistake the message of grace because I'm telling you you're free to mean, oh, therefore I must be free to sin. Like the, the sin can never overtake grace. And so like wherever you sin, the grace of God is there. Wherever you sin, the grace of God is there. And since you can't, sin can never overtake grace, wherever sin abounds, Paul said grace abounds even more. Some people say, oh, therefore, am I free to sin so that grace can abound? Paul said, God forbid, you're thinking the wrong way. Grace does not mean that you are free to sin. Grace means you're free from the power of sin. So what God does, this empowering presence of the Holy Spirit, he empowers you to live free from the power of sin. In Romans 6 and 14, the Bible says, sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. So he's connecting you being sin conscious to you being rules conscious. And so if you focus on the rules all day, if you focus on the law all day, yeah, you're going to sin. If you focus on the rules all day, you're going to make mistakes because you're going to be, oh, I got to make sure I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. And you're not being conscious of the Holy Spirit when you should be doing and what you should be focused on. And so Paul says, instead, live under the freedom of God's grace. You're no longer under the law. You're no longer under the requirements of the law. So don't be sin conscious or rules conscious. Be grace conscious. Be spirit conscious. Let's talk about it. When you are under the requirements of the law and you're focused on a bunch of rules, then basically you're going to live sin conscious. And I know people like this. I know, I know people that are very religious that all they talk about is the law. All they talk about is rules. All they talk about is all these people that are going to hell. You're going to hell, you know? And and so people that live that way, <laughs> that are telling everybody they're going to hell, that are very religious, that are very rules conscious, and all they're doing is judging everybody by their performance, uh, they're, they're, they're living under performance-based religion. These people are sin conscious. If you live sin conscious, here's the problem. If you live sin conscious, you are going to sin. Why? Because that's what you're focused on. See, your, your actions are birthed in your mind. Your body will perform whatever your mind is focused on, which is why, or one of the reasons why the Apostle Paul said, the law gives sin its power. The rules give sin its power. If all you do is focus on rules, you are empowering sin because you are living rules conscious or sin conscious and you're going to sin. So if you live your life focused on what not to do, right? And then you're actually giving attention to things that you're going to wind up doing because you're thinking about it all the time. But when you're in Christ and Christ is in you, you should be so focused on God, so focused on the Holy Spirit, so focused on becoming the man or woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this, that you're thinking about God. You're thinking about his word. You're thinking about your purpose. You're thinking about your, your divine assignment. You are, you are being led by the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit. You're trying to get out of you everything that God placed in you before you die. God, I'm going to maximize my time and my potential in the earth. Uh, Pastor, uh, um, 
Dr. Miles Monroe said the richest land on this planet is found in cemeteries because people died with their treasure still inside of them. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to get my treasure out of me. I'm going to die empty. I'm going to get all of it out of me. So for you to live that way, if you live that way, if you're so focused on the Holy Spirit, on what God has called you to do, on getting out of you everything God placed in you while you're in the land of the living, then you're not going to have time to sin because you're not going to be thinking about it. See, when you think about these things all the time, God's purpose becomes the central focus of your life. And the Holy Spirit empowers you to fulfill what God is speaking to you about, because now you're thinking about God all the time. You're thinking about the word all the time. You're thinking about your purpose all the time. You're thinking about who, who it is that God has called you to be all the time. And then the Holy Spirit will empower you to do the things that you're thinking about all the time. And the Holy Spirit will now not only say, go do this, but he's saying the grace of God is on you to perform it. And so there's this empowering presence for you to do things that you could not do without God. And you're so focus on that, that you're not even worried about sin. You're not sin conscious, you're purpose conscious, you're, you're righteousness conscious, you're Holy Spirit conscious. So make no mistake, your mindset matters. So you, you, can't, you can't live in the spirit if all you're going to do is be sin conscious all the time. So your mindset matters. Paul said in the text that we just looked at, if we live the way the spirit leads, then we will not do the evil things that our sinful self wants. Another translation said, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. See, you will abandon what your sinful self wants. You will abandon the cravings of this lower nature. The point is that if you spend time in the Holy Spirit and you meditate and meditate on the things that God reveals to you, look at me, uh, put, put this in the chat. Say, I'm always thinking about God. Put this in the chat. Say, I'm meditating on who it is that God has called me to be. So, so you, you, you got to be always thinking about God. You got to be always thinking about the things that God has called you to do. And so when you live that way, when you're spirit conscious, when you're Holy Spirit conscious, where you have the word of God down on the inside of you, where you got the word, the word comes through your eye gates, it gets down in your heart. The word comes through your ear gates. It gets down in your heart. When you're driving somewhere, you're listening to something that's building you up and not tearing you down. You're thinking about the things that God has called you to do. You're, you're seeing yourself the way that God sees you. You look in the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. At that point, matter of fact, put this in the chat. Say, I'm too busy focused on God to be focused on anything else. See, when you are so busy focused on God, when you're always thinking about God, when you're always thinking about who it is that God has called you to be, when you know who you are and you agree with God's opinion of you and your opinion of you is based on God's opinion of you, you are too busy becoming the man and woman that God has called you to be to be focused on sin. You are too busy becoming the man and woman that God has called you to be for you to be focused on anything else. So your mindset matters. You, you, are, you are setting your affection on the things that are above. You are seeing yourself the way that God sees you. You are believing what God believes about you. You are focused on becoming that version of yourself and you're not focused on anything else. Say amen to that. Now, the key to all of that is getting the word of God down in your heart and then learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. The key is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, if you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, you will develop the discipline required to do what he tells you to do. So, so in one sense, you got to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then in the other sense, you must have the discipline required to do whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do, because he will lead you to do things that will be free from the power of sin 
and free from the bondage associated with the requirements of the law. And so, so hearing God's voice is one thing, but then doing it, being obedient. Put this in the chat. I am obedient to God. I am obedient. I am obedient to the Holy Spirit. I, I am obedient. I will do whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to do. I'm obedient. And in my obedience, in my performance, in my actions, not only is God speaking to me, but I am doing whatever he leads me to do. I am willing. I, I have the discipline to actually be obedient. I have the discipline to submit myself to his will. I have the discipline to put God's will above my will. At that point, Watch this. Now you're you're free from the requirements of the law and you don't have to worry about the rules because you know that the spirit of God will never lead you contrary to the word of God. And so the Holy Spirit will never lead you to sin. The Holy Spirit will lead you to live a life of righteousness and holiness that, that people will look at you and they will come in contact with God. People will look at you and your life and they will get a glimpse of what heaven looks like. Why? Because you're being led by the Holy Spirit. You are obedient to the Holy Spirit in all things. Let me say it this way. I remember when I grew up in like a religious mindset, I knew I didn't want to sin, but I always sinned because I was sin conscious. That's all I thought about. And so nobody ever taught me that I could be led by the Holy Spirit. Nobody ever taught me that, that if I got the word down in my heart, I could actually think and act like God. No, nobody ever taught me that the Bible contains the character, the attributes, and the nature of God. And so the more word of God I know, the more God of the word I'm going to know. And so, so if I get the word of God down in my heart, I learn how to think and act like God in this world. I can develop the character required to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. And the key to all of this is the Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit will lead you to live like, like you're supposed to live in this world. Like Jesus. Jesus only said those things he Heard the Father say, this is John 5 and 19, John 5 and 30. Look at John 6 and John 8, John 12, John 14. Jesus only said those things he heard the Father say. Jesus only did those things the Father revealed to him that he saw the Father doing. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit all the time. And God is a spirit. God gave us his spirit, the Holy Spirit, so we can be connected to God, spirit to spirit. And now once we're connected to God, spirit to spirit, then and we're led by the Holy Spirit in all things, then we will live like Jesus lived. As Jesus is, 1 John 4 and 17, so are we in this world. The key to all of that is the Holy Spirit. If you want to live free from sin, you're like, Rick, I want that, man. I've, I've been trying for years. Like I dibble and dabble. I'm always like, you know, going back and I'm, oh yeah, I need, okay, fine. You got to learn how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then you got to spend time in the word of God. I'm going to teach more on this in the second point. You ready? Uh, second point. I only have two points for you this morning. Here's number two. The Holy Spirit is here to enable you to live a life that is beyond the limits of your humanity. But your mind must be renewed in order to listen to him. So the Holy Spirit comes, gives you this amazing reality. But unless your mind is, not, is, is renewed, you, you will never do it. You won't live that way. So let me explain. Paul said in Galatians 5 and 16, once again, live your whole life in the Spirit and you will not satisfy the desires of your lower nature. See, once you're born again, you're a new person. Put that in the chat. Say, I am a new person. Once you're born again, you are a new person. You're a new person. You, you, you have been made new. Now, this is what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 from the Passion Translation. Let me read this to you. I really want you to get this down in your heart. The Bible says, now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. 
all that is related to the old order is vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. So once you're born again, you're in Christ. Christ is in you. You are a new person. But the problem is that you don't know how to live like the person that you are. So, so you are new on the inside, but you don't know how to live like the reality of what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. So you have this, this newness on the inside, but nobody can see the newness on the outside because you don't know how to live like that yet. So to be clear, the only part of you that became new was your spirit. I've taught you this before, but I need to teach it again. Look at me. You are a spirit. The real you is a spirit. So what we see is your flesh and blood body. This is your earth suit. And one day this earth suit is going to fail and it's going to fall to the ground. And just like if I had a jacket on, if, if I take off my jacket and I walk out of my jacket, my jacket falls to the ground, right? Because I'm no longer in my jacket. One day the real you who is a spirit is going to walk out of this body. And just like the jacket falls to the ground, this body is going to fall to the ground if you were standing up. <laughs> and so and then you, you, will, you will no longer be in this body. And you will live forever in one of two places. You got it? So you are a spirit. Now, you are a spirit. You possess a soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will. Your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions. That's your soul. So you are a spirit. Your spirit possesses a soul. And your spirit and your soul live in a body. And this body, for right now, this is your earth suit. This is your connection to the earth. So at this moment, you're living in this body. Now, when you're born again, the only part of you, there's three parts of you, spirit, soul, body. The only part of you that was born again was your spirit. And when you're born again, at that moment, you're a new man, but in your recreated spirit. So the Holy Spirit comes in and he recreates your spirit so that you're a child of God, but you're still living in an old body and you still need a new mind. So your spirit was changed, but your body and your mind were not changed. So your body, watch this, this body is going to be changed someday. One glad morning, when this world is over, I'll fly away. I'm going to get a glorified body someday. And that glorified body, I'll be able to live forever in that glorified body, not this body, another body. So I'm going to get another body someday. My spirit has already been changed. So think about it this way. Your spirit was changed instantly, the moment you got born again. Your body will be changed eventually, someday when you get a new glorified body, but for right now, your soul must be changed progressively. So, so since I'm gonna, since my spirit was changed, past tense already done, my body is gonna be changed eventually in the future, future tense. My focus right now is my soul. My soul must be changed progressively every day through the word of God. And so since you're watching today's word on a daily basis, a lot of you, your soul is being changed. You are learning how to think and act like God, how to feel about things the way that God feels about things. So you are, you, are, you are reprogramming your mind, your emotions, and your will to think and act and feel like God. That happens in your soul. So when you're born again, you have a new nature that is connected to your born again spirit, your recreated spirit. But this new nature, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about everything is new, but you don't know how to live like that yet. And so, so now, so you're like, man, the Holy Spirit is saying, you are naturally supernatural. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, you are a new, you are a spirit. You are, you are, 
naturally supernatural. You are not a natural being, natural to this world, having supernatural experiences. No, you are a supernatural being. You are, you are from heaven. Heaven is your home and you are having natural experiences down here in this world. And the Holy Spirit is saying all of that, but you don't know how to like, you don't know how to process it. You don't know how to understand it because your mind hasn't been renewed yet. So what the apostle Paul is teaching is that if we learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit in all things, then yeah, I mean, we're going to live by that reality and we will no longer be mere men. We won't operate on this lower nature. We will be men and women walking around with God on the inside, aware of his presence, cognizant of his grace and capable of releasing the grace of God and the power of God into any given situation. Because at that point, you are so cognizant of the fact that God is in me. He is on me. He is with me. He is for me. And he's leading me, guiding me, directing me. And he's speaking to me. And as he gives me wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding from above, he empowers me to do the things that I could never do without him. I'm living in the spirit. But if your mind hasn't been renewed, it's going to be difficult. So let me explain. The apostle Paul says, I, I, if you live in the spirit, you will not satisfy the desires of your lower nature. And this lower nature is your, your non-deprogrammed soul. So let me explain. Picture it this way. Once you're born again, you have the nature of God inside of you with this recreated spirit. You have the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit that are leading you to walk and act like God in this world. But at the same time, you have a, a soul, a mindset that's still thinking the way that I used to think. And you have to change that mindset through the word of God. So the Holy Spirit is leading you to live another way, a brand new world. All things are new. But in your soul, your mind, your emotions, and your, and your will, it hasn't really been changed yet to live like the world. So the only way to win this battle is by doing it on purpose. And by, by being intentional about it. You must renew your mind with the word of God, which is why I'm thankful that you watch this every day because like you need this. I need this. I mean, like we need to, to renew. We got to be deprogrammed and then reprogrammed to think and act like God. So if you don't put in the effort to get the Bible through your eye gates in, down in your heart, if you don't put in the effort to get the Bible through your ear gates down in your heart, if you don't surround yourself with people of like precious faith, if you don't learn God's ways, if you don't disconnect yourself from the world and you're always, if you don't spend time with the Holy Spirit, then you could be different on the inside, but you will never be different on the outside. People won't ever see your character and conduct change. People won't ever see change in you. You keep saying you're going to church and you're a new person, but we keep seeing you doing the same stuff. So, so you will never change until your soul changes. You will never change until you are deprogrammed and then reprogrammed to think and act like God. So I'm going to use myself as an example as I close. I gave my life to Christ on August 27, 1995. Immediately, I knew I was changed on the inside. For those of you that read my book, you know I, I gave my testimony. I mean, that night that, that night I got born again, I went to this guy named Leo Jacobs who led me to Christ. I was like, man, he invited me. I was like, Jake, man, I tell you what, I got saved. I got saved tonight. I, I immediately, I knew I was born again. But I, I didn't know how to live like this weird feeling I had on the inside. I didn't know how to live like that. And so I knew, immediately I knew I was changed on the inside, but I wanted to experience lasting change. I wanted to experience change that everybody else was going to see. So since I was raised in Brooklyn, East New York, Brooklyn, by the way, I was programmed to think and act a certain way. You know, I was, uh, I was, I was full of pride. I was uh, confrontational. 
I cursed like every third word. Um, I was uh, I was full of myself, and uh, I, I argued a lot. You know, I, it was anyway. But I, I was programmed like that, and being because I, I'm not that big in Brooklyn, you had to talk a lot of smack. I, I talked a lot of smack. I was very uh, you know disrespectful towards people. All of that. I was a staff sergeant in the United States Army. I was young. I was arrogant. I was brash. But now I'm born again. But but see, but still, I have all of these kind of that mindset was still there. So now. I, I'm going to tell you what I did. Now, I'm not sharing this as a as a suggestion for what you should do. I'm just telling you what I did. I'm just telling my story. So when I got born again, I was like, man, I, I really got to change. So I changed for real, for real. I had hundreds of music CDs. I threw all those CDs away. I did. I just threw them all away. I put them in the trash. I didn't give them to nobody. I was like, no, this is not going to help me to become who it is that God has called me to be. I took those CDs and I threw them in the trash. Uh, I knew I wanted to change. So I needed to change what I was listening to. I also, I knew I cursed a lot. And so I stopped watching anything that had cursing in it. Because if I had cursing in it, I knew it was going to keep feeding me cursing and I was going to curse and I didn't want to curse anymore. So I needed to stop. So I stopped listening to stuff I, I used to listen to. I stopped watching things that, that, uh, that you know, had stuff in it that I didn't want. I, I disconnected myself from associations I didn't want to be associated with. I, um, and I share with you, I was part of a fraternity uh, I'm not going to name the name of it, but I'm going to, I was part of a fraternity that in the army, a lot of people were part of that fraternity. Right. And, and you know, there's like a, a handshake and a ring and all this kind of stuff. And I, I walked away from that because I, I remember going to one of those meetings and those people said that they were my brothers and that, but, but now I'm born again. And the Holy spirit was like, they're not your brothers. And, and, but they were like, Hey, we're brothers. And the Holy spirit said, no, these are not your brothers. And, and, and I read in the Bible where Jesus said, they that do the will of the, my father, which is in heaven, these are my brothers, my sisters, and my mother. And I was like, snap, these people are not really my brothers. And so I walked away from that association. I was committed. I walked away. I disconnected myself from that. I threw everything away. I'm telling you, I was like, for real, for real. I was. I, I wanted to check. This is not, I got into the word. I devoured the word. This is not an exaggeration. I was in the Bible for hours a day, at least an hour, sometimes multiple hours a day every day, like seven days a week. And I'm not exaggerating. Now, I know that this is an extreme case. I'm an extreme person. If I do anything, either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. But if I do something, I'm in it all the way. I don't halfway do nothing. I remember uh, when I first got saved, uh, there was a rap song of a line from a rap uh, song that said, I I never, never half step because I'm not a half stepper. If you want to call me, you could call me Dr. Pepper. But anyway, I never, never half step because I'm not a half stepper. If I'm in something, I'm in all the way. And so once I, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this all the way. And so what Paul said, I no longer want to please the desires of my lower nature. I only wanted what God wanted for me. And so after years, this was intentional. This was purposeful. This was deliberate. And after years of deprogramming from the ways of the world and reprogramming to the things of God, now, years later, I can listen to stuff that I threw away. I can listen to it now. It don't bother me now. But at that point, I couldn't listen to it because I was that serious, you know? And now I can watch things that won't negatively impact me. And I probably shouldn't. And sometimes Isabella says, you watch too many like, you know, shoot, shoot, kill, kill movies. Okay, I got you. But that stuff don't impact me the way that it was impacting me back then because I really, I was a baby Christian. And as a baby Christian, I knew that I I wanted to connect with people. I wanted to, to fill my heart with things that were like God because I was serious about becoming the person that God called me to be. And so let me close out this week with this statement. Please look at me. Please don't tell me you moved 
but I keep finding you at your old address. <laughs> so a changed heart is supposed to lead to a changed life. You tell me you move. You tell me you're born again. You tell me that things are new, but I don't see any change. Come on, we got to do something about that. You got to change on the inside so that it can master, you change your, the, your mind, your soul, so it can master reality of the Holy Spirit. And if you're led by the, the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I hope that that blessed you. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father, I accepted your son, Jesus the Christ, as my Lord. I was born again. Your spirit lives in me. I am now naturally supernatural. Sin has no power over me. I am free from the power of sin and free from the bondage of the law. I am free to be the man or woman I'm destined to be. I declare that I am led by your spirit in all things, at all times. As I'm led by the Holy Spirit, I live a life that's free, free from sin, free from self, free from selfish desires. I also live free from the limits of my humanity. There is nothing you can't do. You live in me. Therefore, there's nothing I can do. Without you, I can do nothing. But with you, I can do all things. My spirit was made new. My mind is being renewed to think and act like you. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. So I enter this day, led by your spirit, empowered by your grace, and ready to manifest your glory. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, it's Friday, so I want to share a couple of things with you. First of all, um, if this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. If you live in the DMV area, in the DC area, uh, this Sunday I'm preaching in, at VCMI Suitland. Uh, VCMI, go to vcmi.org, go to the Suitland campus. It's 3911 St. Barnabas Road, 10 a.m. If you're in this area, uh, I would love to see you in VCMI Suitland. Uh, the word that God has given me for Sunday is going to be amazing. Uh, also, um, you know, it's on, on Fridays, I like to mention our ministry. So the walls are going up. I'm going to share some pictures here soon. Our school is built. The school is doing fine. We're feeding the students there. The walls in the church are going up. I'm excited about it. I'm, ooh. And so it's pretty soon, you know, once the walls are there, then we're going to start working on the roof of the church. Uh, so the church is coming along. The school is there. If you want to be a partner with our ministry, go to ripministries.org. Click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. And then if you're interested and more direct contact with Isabella and I, where you can ask us questions and get mentorship from us, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena and check that out. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.